Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Considering it's a very late night recording session for us. So late. Yeah, it's it's actually after 10 p.m., which oh is... goodness. You're usually like sound asleep by this point. Well, maybe not quite that bad. But. No. So, what will bore you is the news of Star mm-hmm. Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now that everything is open, right. uh, it's still a media onslaught. And uh, this week, Star Wars is taking over the airwaves. Um, they're going to be there's going to be a very big Star Wars Galaxy's Edge presence across the Disney family of television networks, which include ABC, the Freeform Channel, Disney Channel, Disney Junior, and ESPN. Do you want to give us a little rundown on what we're in store for? Um, there's different shows that are going to be featuring, um, I don't know appearances. Let's see. Uh, from morning to night, viewers will be feeling the force this week on ABC's daytime in syndication lineup to ABC News's Nightline with appearance by BB-8, First Order Stormtroopers, and a Sith Trooper. On Good Morning America on Thursday, September 26th, there will be an exclusive sneak peek into the highly anticipated attraction Star Wars Rise of the Resistance opening December 5th at Disney World and January 17th at Disneyland. Um, then... The following shows are going to be participating uh, live with Kelly and Ryan on September 24th. And then on September 25th, on September 26th, I'm sorry. um, Good Morning America, The View, Tamron Hall, Straight and Sarah and Kiki, and Nightline are all going to have uh, some sort of a feature of Star Wars. It, it's very funny that when Cheryl and I were going through this list originally, she told me it would be on Regis and Kelly, which, <laughs> which hasn't been on in a couple of years. I get confused about who's on now. I'm not home during the day. And I did not know that Strahan and Sarah have added this Kiki person. I have no idea who that is. Um, ABC primetime series, which are debuting in uh, the next few weeks, will also be paying tribute to Galaxy's Edge. There will be various Easter eggs, on-air mention, and surprises from our Star Wars universe um, beginning on September 24th with the debut of Blackish and ending with Dancing with the Stars next Monday. Shows that are participating in the uh, Star Wars celebration will be Blackish on the September 24th, The Goldbergs and Modern Family on September 25th, American Housewife on Saturday, uh, Friday, September 27th. America's Funniest Home Videos on September 29th, as well as The Rookie. Um, and on Monday, the aforementioned Dancing with the Stars episode. Um, I, I, You watched the episode tonight, right? Did they mention the anything about Star Wars thing. Week? I, no, I, don't, I didn't see anything. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the first half hour mm-hmm. and nothing was mentioned it would be amazing if they did nothing but dance to like the cantina band music <laughs> that do, 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 do. i don't think i'd make it through the show and then the big uh crowning jewel of next week's media onslaught is the two-hour star wars galaxy's edge adventure awaits special which is hosted by uh neil patrick harris he's going to bring us to batu along with some of his friends uh kaylee cuoco Keegan-Michael Key, Jay Leno, Sarah Hyland, and Miles Brown, along with uh, some Imagineers, Lucasfilm executives, and Disney cast members. Uh, It will go over how Disney created 
their single largest land-based expansion in Disney Park history. Uh, so that will be on the Freeform channel Sunday night at 8 p.m. Set your uh, DVRs. I was about to say VCRs, but <laughs> no one tapes anymore. Uh, ESPN has to get in the action as well with a, a feature showcasing college game day commentators experiencing the land during their recent visit to Hollywood Studios, and that will be Saturday, September 28th on the 10 a.m. edition of Sports Center. Personally, I could care less about a bunch of sports personalities seeing Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's um, they're tap they're trying to tap into every possible outlet that they have to try to get um, news and information and excitement built around this land. And so, even though you might not be that interested in ESPN, some buddy who's you know very into sports maybe just hopping to watch and that comes on and it's like oh i didn't really know that that was around so right. that's what they're trying to do is just get it from every angle yep and it's still not done because the disney channel will have segments with miranda may from bunked and sean giambroni from kim possible uh they will try blue milk they will build droids and they will take control of the millennium falcon um as they uh, their segment focuses on them in Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. And then Disney Junior will air a segment featuring a Star Wars fan family meeting Chewie, once again building custom droids and flying the Millennium Falcon in Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. It's funny that they don't have either of the families building lightsabers, which is the big uh, the other big thing. Yeah, maybe they don't need to draw excitement on that because right. maybe it's one of the things that's actually selling out. Maybe it's easier for them to give away a $100 droid versus a $200 lightsaber. I mean, really, what's the difference? So that is enough Galaxy's Edge for today, although it will be briefly mentioned in a story later. Um, but an early enrollment is now available for Disney+. Plus. Uh, previously, uh, D23 members have had access to register for the service, as well as Disney Visa card holders, who just got a discount uh, offer in the mail. But now Joe Public uh, can sign up for Disney+, Plus, which is launching on November 12th. The price is $6.99 per month, or $69.99 per year. Um, there's also a bundle that includes Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and Hulu with ads. Uh, for twelve ninety nine per month, um, so that is available as part of this deal. You can get a seven day free trial if you sign up for it, um, and if you cancel any time during that seven day free trial, it is actually free. But following the seven day trial, Disney Plus will automatically renew to whatever credit card I'm sure they make you put in. So if I had wanted to sign up, if I had wanted to pre order. And then somewhere in my first seven days of that this service is actually available, I don't like it, I, they would give me my money back? That's what it sounds like. Okay. Sounds like you get the first seven days for free. Gotcha. So. Um, a new Frozen 2 movie trailer debuted this morning on Good Morning America. Uh, Frozen 2 is going to arrive in theaters on November 22nd, so we are looking forward to that. We're going to post the trailer to our Facebook page, so Disney Drive Time Podcast. If you are not friends with us, um, go and join up, and you'll be able to find that there tomorrow. Did you watch the trailer yourself? No. Oh, okay. I'll watch it when you post it to the page. Ooh, I'll do that right after we, we finish recording. Awesome. Um, Mickey's Mixed Magic is making a brief return to Disneyland. Um, according to park hours and entertainment schedules that were just released, um, Dis Mickey's Mixed Magic is going to be returning to Disneyland Park for a few days beginning November 1st. Um, it's a 
It's a projection show that premiered as part of Pixar Fest. And it seems like it's going to be filling that one week gap between when Halloween ends and Christmas entertainment begins on November 8th. What? There's a gap? How could they let that happen? I know. It's a cute show, though. So, I mean, that's nice that they can so easily just bring right. it back. Pop it in. Yep. Yeah. Um, also in California, Downtown Disney has new candy pumpkin patches decorating their Downtown Disney area. Uh, back in April... Uh, Resort Enhancement and Horticulture decided to create some new candy pumpkin designs for their downtown Disney area. Um, I find this amazing. Altogether, they designed 1,100 foam pumpkins that took them over two months to hand paint. Um, And they're a bunch of uh, candy corn pumpkins um, that can be found in different planters and uh, statues and stuff in the downtown Disney area. Uh, In addition to the 1,100 foam pumpkins... There are more than 2,500 pumpkins and 1,900 gourds from local farmers completing the display. That's an awful lot. It is. So these are really cute, though. And along with that... These uh, are really well done. And I know, aren't they? They're, they're pretty cool looking. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll post a picture. Um, uh, in addition to that, when you're in the downtown Disney area, you can enjoy Scarolers performing acapella Halloween favorites throughout the Halloween time season. Oh. Get okay. that little scarolers. I guess. Let's go a scaroling. <laughs> okay. Um, the Tenya, Tenaya? Tenaya. Tenaya? The Tenaya Stone Spa is coming to Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa in the spring of 2020. Um, a few weeks ago, the Mandera Spa at the Grand Californian uh, closed. We didn't really know what was going to be replacing it, although we assumed it would be a new spa that would be opened by Disney directly, um, and that seems to be the case. It will open in the former spa location near the Grand Californian Craftsman Bar. Um, it's being designed by Disney Imagineers and is inspired by the spirit of nature and California heritage featuring craftsman architecture. It will have a full-service menu of treatments, including facials, massages, and other salon services, all provided in a serene setting. I'm sure Adam is very excited to hear uh, about the new spa, and we'll be visiting it next time he goes to California after the spring of 2020. Right, yes. Because I think he's going next month, but oh, it obviously that'll be won't so be sad. open. Because I don't think they have another spa there, do they? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's the only one. So We'll have to visit a local spa. Oh, he'll have to. Okay. All right. Um, I'll let you go ahead with this one. It's sort of an odd one. Uh, The first Latina Jewish Disney princess was announced, which is very specific. Um, On Elena of Avalor, they have, let's see, they've got a new season coming up. It premieres on October 7th on the Disney Channel and Disney Now. Um, And let's see, the season gets even more exciting once December rolls around when Elena of Avalor will celebrate a special Hanukkah-themed episode. Jamie Singler will be voicing a visiting princess from a Latino Jewish kingdom, making her first, making her Disney's first Latina Jewish princess. Lahayim, don't make me cut you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing, but you know, yay for diversity, I guess. Right. Um, And then later in the year, the first left-handed Eskimo (laughs) princess, because we have to get that specific. Um, I did like your pronunciation of Hanukkah. Did I say it funny? No, but you you, you gave it a little... I did? Yeah. Oh. Very Maybe nice. it was just the phlegm. So now we're going to shoot over to the... Uh, Epcot? East Coast. And talk about uh, stuff going on in Walt Disney World. 
Uh, in Epcot, as Cheryl mentioned, there are some various obvious design changes to the Odyssey Pavilion building. Uh, the building now, you know, we've, we've been mentioning that there's been some painting and they've repainted the roofs and they've repainted the building. Well, now the building has a white and gray color scheme. Uh, the Epcot Experience Center logo wraps around the wall. Uh, as you may know, we've mentioned before, this is where the um, model uh, and there will be, uh, I'm sure there will be other literature other than the scale model uh, of the, you know, uh, changes coming to Epcot will go. It's a, it's a preview center. Right. And, uh, but the Epcot Experience Center sounds so much better. <laughs> and uh, chevrons have been added to uh, planters that are around the, the area leading, you know, either out into World Showcase or out over by Test Track. Um, yeah, I, I, it's one of my favorite little buildings. It's, it's kind of, uh, you know, in a, that little traveled path from, from Test Track over to the World Showcase. Yeah, it's a nice if, spot. If you don't like to come down that center mm -hmm. uh, section. Um, and it's... It's unfortunate that it's been mostly unused. Uh, so, you know, it'll get a lot of foot traffic when uh, when this preview center is in there. And hopefully long after that, hopefully they'll find something else to do with it once, right. uh, once, that's once the previewing is over. So, uh, big news this week, as we mentioned before, uh, and last week as well, the cast members have been uh, testing out the Skyliner. And we are very happy to announce that we have a Disney Drive Time embedded reporter. Ooh. Uh, in the guise of Jason, uh, who rode earlier this morning and has provided us with some thoughts. Uh, so earlier this morning, Jason, his husband Reg, and their friend Kelly uh, rode the Skyliner. They went from Hollywood uh, Studios to Caribbean Beach to Epcot, back over to Art of Animation and Pop Century, and then back to the studio. So a nice little round trip in the air. Um, they did go through the Riviera Resort, but they were not allowed to get off. Uh, they did have cast members. The doors opened. Mm -hmm. uh, and they did have cast members there directing people to not get off. So do you think that's going to be the same thing when the, the it opens to the public, but the Riviera Resort won't be open yet? Right. I'm, They're going to have go cast members there. just standing there saying, don't get off. Don't right. get off. That's their right. job. Right. $12, $12 an hour. Don't get off. <laughs> Thank you. Don't get off. Um, the teasers. Right. There were only three of them in the gondola. Uh, they say it could, Jason says it could have held eight comfortably. Ten might be pushing it mm -hmm. because they are advertised They're as holding ten. ten. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if with the with the capacity of the system, like if our family goes up, are they going to put four of us in or are they going to be like, okay, you're a family of four and you're a family of two. You were going to put six in this one. You know, I mean, they're definitely going to put at least six. There's no way they're going to say they're going to put four and then not let the next party in. Right. If there's a party of four behind you or there's a party of two behind you, they're going to put them with you. They're not going to give you your own gondola. Right, but these things move fast, and I can't see them lining people up like they're lining people to get uh, into the you know boats at Pirates of the Caribbean where you're in aisle four, you're in aisle three, you know. No, but if the line is on the long side... They've got it's to. It's going to make sense for them to go ahead and be, you know, how many, how many, you're with them, you're with them, right. you're with them, you're with them. I mean, right. uh, it, it'll get a lot more people on them than... Great. I'm going to get stuck with the smelly guy. You are the smelly guy. Oh, oops. Um, uh, there have been some concerns about the lack of air conditioning, uh, but Jason mentioned that the ride was very pleasant with a strong airflow. Uh, the views, he says, were spectacular and it gave you a, a different viewpoint of the parks. And uh, he'd really, he really looks forward to trying them at night. I bet that'll and, be pretty. And I think, uh, you know, except when you're crossing, uh, you know, some of the major roads, it'll look, it'll look nice because you'll see some of the parks off in the distance. Yeah. Um, the backstage parks were noticeable, but did not deter from the magic. 
All the construction uh, surprised him, especially with the France Pavilion and the upcoming Ratatouille ride. You don't really, he said, you really don't know how large the new areas are until you see it from above. Um, and it didn't distract him from the magic. It just made him excited for all the new changes. And we did hear tonight that uh, they announced a date for the Ratatouille ride. Yeah. Did they say November? I think it was November 2020. I'll look. I don't right. remember where I read it. Um, on the downside, uh, you know, they, they kind of wrapped the, the gondolas. Uh, there's a lot of characters on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason says that the uh, character decals kind of deter from the view. So if you're trying to take photos or video, uh, it's not as clear uh, on the cabins that do have the character wraps or painting. Um, but the side doors, which don't have uh, the characters, have a, have a good view. Um, he says uh, in closing... If uh, he can, if you were to consider the monorail an attraction, then the Skyliner is also one, and by far the most enjoyable way to see Disney, uh, which which I think is a is a great way to look at it, um, because it is an attraction. You know, people I look forward to riding the monorail when I go. Uh, as we mentioned in yesterday's show, the monorail has had its you know its own issues over the past few years, and I wonder. Um, you know, if this goes really well, if they will end up extending the mon- uh, sorry, the uh, gondola lines mm, to maybe. other resorts. I've been super excited about this pretty much since it's been announced. I mean, it's just, they used to have them in the Magic Kingdom. I loved it. It was one of my favorite things there. And I've been excited. So I just, I can't wait to get down there and ride them. And, and it's super exciting that you don't even actually have to be in the park. I've been trying to figure out exactly how we're going to get down there and ride them since we'll have like one day... After, well, no, half even a day. I think we've got like seven hours before right. our flight. Yeah, so we're definitely going to be uh, and I, on I, the gondolas for I that. I know somebody who's frugal won't want to buy a park ticket, so we'll pretty much just ride the Skyliner all day. Well, not all day. We can go and we'll have lunch. And, all know, right, so a bunch of things to do. In addition to the Skyliner opening, of course, as with anything big that happens at Disney, there's food. Oh, there isn't food. There no. will be. Well, there was the themed beverage at uh, Caribbean Beach. Right. No, there's merchandise, of course. Because like Yogurt says, it's all about the merchandising. I know you keep saying that and I still don't know who Because you've never watched is. Spaceballs. No. Which is my goal. I'm writing that down on my list. Oh, so Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is coming summer 2020. Is summer all, 2020. Is okay. the information we have so far. Okay. Um, so, but the merchandise, uh, there's been Christmas ornaments and a couple of other small items that have already been released previously um, as far as Skyliner merchandise goes. Um, but now they've revealed uh, during the cast member previews some um, some other merchandise that's coming up. So you had a few favorites. Oh, yeah. I really like the men's t-shirt. Um, so they're debuting, you know, of course, men's and women's tees and kids' tees. Uh, lanyards, mugs, socks, tumbler, baseball cap, magic band, deluxe art print, uh, toy gondola vehicles, trading pins, uh, as well as the ornaments and buttons, which are already out on property. So I'm not much of um, a merchandise person, but I have to say, like, if I had had the opportunity to buy, you know, monorail merchandise when the monorail, like, first was released it's kind of a cool thing you can buy monorail merchandise and every time i want to buy one of the monorails you tell me no no but that's now and the thing's been out for what how many years we talked about this 40 years 50 years i mean that's no i want to buy it like when it's new so like we buy gondola stuff now and in 30 years throw it out in six months 
We can't have conversation. Nice conversation can't happen. So what else is there in addition to the merchandise? Well, well, there's, what there's do you mean? even there's more, more specific merchandise. Yes, they even have. They're gonna have. I think this is so silly. I don't get this, but they have Disney Vacation Club merchandise specific to the gondolas and annual pass holder gondola merchandise. Um, long sleeve hoodie, trading pin, gondola vehicle. I don't know. And a magic band, an exclusive magic band featuring Mickey and Minnie for DVC members, which must somehow also feature the gondola. I'm I'm very shocked that there was no spirit jersey included in this uh, announcement. Yeah. But I know you really like the uh, final item, which is really cute. As the kids would say, it's totes adorbs. It is. It's a Skyliner Funko Pop figure featuring Mickey. It's very cute. And it's going to be a Disney Parks exclusive. Is it? Yeah. Yes. And it's set to be released sometime in November. I might have to have that. And I'm not sure how I'm going to get it exactly, but... I wonder if maybe our embedded reporter can uh, grab maybe. one for you. I want one. Uh, and then... Well, and I never want anything. No, you don't. Not, like, stuff. No. Remember when I got my talking stitch? It was so stupid. And then he went on eBay. He so did. I got some good money Yeah, that Funko Pop may end up on eBay <laughs> for a couple months. Um, and then the last bit is a bit of Disney business news. Uh, which I found very interesting. So we were talking about Galaxy's Edge earlier. Um, Catherine Powell, who is the president of the Western region of Disney Parks, has left the Disney company. Uh, She was in charge of overseeing Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Disneyland Paris. And now the presidents of those three resorts will each report directly to Bob Chapek. Uh, Catherine Powell was a 15-year veteran of the Disney company, previously a part of Disney Television. And according to Disney, she is departing to do something different. Um, she could not be reached for comment. Anything uh, that is not with us right? is what she's doing. According to Bloomberg, her position has been eliminated and Bob Chapek, chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products Division, now uh, concentrates his power over the Disney theme park portfolio with this change. This news comes after disappointing financial numbers at Disneyland and Disney World, uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, The funny thing is, she's been in this role since March of 2018, which was part of a brand restructuring. Uh, And when she was put into this role, uh, Bob Chapek said they wanted to model the role of the Eastern region, um, which had been working successfully for them. And the Eastern region consists of the Shanghai Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Walt Disney Attractions Japan, which all report to this other guy, Michael Colglazer. Um, So it's very funny that they brought her in. Michael Cole Glazer was the former head of Disneyland who um, initial uh, initialized was, or was there at the beginning of the whole Star Wars expansion. He goes to, to Asia. Mm-hmm. She comes in, finishes the Star Wars stuff. It underperforms and they can her. Yep. So. And, uh, and they say that that's not, they want just people, they're like eliminating a position. But notice they didn't eliminate Michael's position. Well, Michael is in Asia. There's no repercussions from the No, Asian but like they're saying they're basically eliminating the middleman. So they're having like each president of each park right. report directly. Right. Um, and, but except, you know, this, the, it was working, it's working in the other region. It's just not working here. Right. So not only is Galaxy's Edge affecting the streetmosphere and, you know, some of these performers and shows, but it's affecting executives as well now. So Yeah. I mean, I was listening to another podcast today and it is the season for um, those types of entertainment cuts. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's the, the busier season. the nature season. of the business. It is. Right. The busier season in the summertime, there's more people, you know, just around and so they pump things up and bring in new things. Um, you know, toward the, before the summertime. And then this is just the time of the year where things get 
cut and rotated and that's just how it goes. Well, you know what won't get cut or rotated? What? Us. We'll be back again tomorrow. We sure will. Yeah. So this is Tony. And Cheryl. With uh, the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Are you sure? I think. (laughs) 